it was hard for me to separate home from work because I yeah. did it out of my home and I did it all the time. So we reached a point where I just, I physically could not do it in my house anymore. Welcome to the Greatness Formula Podcast, the ultimate destination for those looking to excel in life, business, and real estate. Join your host, Jamie Algar, each week as she brings you conversations with successful real estate agents, business owners, and local influencers. We're all about delivering actionable advice that prioritizes one thing, your success. So let's cut to the chase and dive right in. Your journey to greatness starts now. Hi, everybody. This is Jamie Allgaier, your host of the Greatness Formula podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs and people who are out there hustling to find out what makes them tick and what makes them keep going. Today, I have a very good friend of mine, Hester Prouty. She is the owner of Prouty Pottery here in Rapid City. Hester, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Jamie. Why don't you tell me a little bit about, you're probably one of my favorite businesses in Rapid City, and um, tell me a little bit about what got you started in pottery and what made you kind of decide to open up your own pottery place. Sure. So it was just kind of of an accident, or maybe it was fate meant to be. So I started out um, wanting to do a hobby. So I took a beginner pottery class. It took me like a week to get through this class, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of like this. So... um, like most things, I go all in <laughs> and I bought all the stuff, all which, the stuff. <laughs> which was very expensive. So my husband says, well, you better make this pottery. We're not going to have totally. like, like the jewelry thing you got into. <laughs> oh, guilty. So yeah. Yeah. So um, I started out in my basement in my garage, just making little handmade, you know, trinkets and dishes and mugs and things like that. And the, the more you do it, the better you get. Sure. Just like with anything, you know, when yeah. you start basketball, you're not very good, but Absolutely. the more you practice, the better you get. So I had a few businesses reach out to me and want to buy my products. So I, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I worked out of my home for probably about four years before I really outgrew it. Um, you know, I had I didn't have anywhere to sell my products because I didn't have a website or anything. I'd sell out of my trunk or sure. you know all these sketchy places. People would come <laughs> to my house and I sell it out of my garage. Um, so I really needed somewhere to sell it. So we ended up in 10 different retail stores and a couple of art galleries where they would sell all of my products. So I'd make them at home, drop them off. And that's how, how we kind of got, um, so then I wanted to take it a bit farther cause I wanted to know who was buying my products. Like, you know, is there something else I can offer them that they would like better than what's just at this particular store? So Um, I decided to get a website. So then people were buying directly from me. And then um, it kind of kind of blew up from there. I it's not luck because it's a lot of hard work. People say, Oh, yeah, you got a lucky break. I did not I worked sun up to sundown. And it was like a family business, you know, we'd sit around on the couch, and we'd all be making clay balls, or I'd be glazing at the kitchen table. So it was hard for me to separate home from work, because I did it out of my home, and I did it all the time. So we reached a point where I just I physically could not do it in my house anymore. Like the couch was the glazing station and the, you know, the shipping area. And um, we really outgrew it. So it kind of came to a head and I said, I just need to find a place where I can go to work. Yeah. So the, what we tried to do is just find a little work spot for me where I just rent a little space. I wouldn't have customers coming in and that's where I would go to work. Sure. That way home was not work anymore. So I found this amazing studio space because commercial property to rent is insane. Outrageous. So I'm like, well, I mean, this would be like 
if we really wanted to go for it, I would rent this space here, or I could rent it for half price and have this little hole in the wall where nobody would sure. come see me. So if you know the building that we're in, it's the old Lanstrom's building, is a horse historic building, and I mm -hmm. fell in love with it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just I'm going for it. Yeah. So it took a long time to get you know things lined up because uh, <clears throat> I didn't have a bank behind me. This is one thing that people don't realize that it takes a lot of money to start a business. Mm -hmm. um, we were in our house, so I had a lot of the equipment and tools that I that I needed to start. But if I had customers coming in and um, things for families, I needed tables and chairs and shelving. And did I tell you the story about no. the bank? Okay, I'm not going to say the bank, but it is um, a bank that I had done business with personally before, and they were they're great people. So, you know, when you want a commercial loan, you have to go in with your mission statement, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know what? I just want to have fun and make the best mug possible that people are going to love. They're going to pick that up and it's going to be special for them. Yep. So I go to the, I write out this little mission statement. I put on my nice little shirt and I go and meet this commercial banker. And what I called, I said, I need a commercial banker. Um, who do you have? Well, they said the names available, and I picked the one that I thought was a woman because I'm woman-owned. 90% of my clientele are women. Sure. So I walk in, and it this man had kind of a female name. It was one of those names that can go either sure. way. Sure. So I'm like, shoot. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's pitch this to him. So I had my financials. I had my goals. I had everything that I thought... I would need. And when you're talking commercial business loans, some people walk in there and they need like a million dollars. Yeah. Like this is a big thing. You know what I needed? I penciled it out. I'm the most frugal person you'll ever meet. And I had it down to the penny. Like this is like, I needed $20,000. That's all I needed to start this big business that was in my head. Right. So, <clears throat> Mr. I'm not even going to say his name. <laughs> Mr. Smith. Listen, Mr. Smith <laughs> listens to everything I have to say. It's like a 20 minute. I'm telling him about this vision I have and all of these followers that I already have. I just need a place for people to come to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mr. Smith says, it's never going to work. Don't pursue it. It's a niche market. I'm not going to loan you $20,000. And that was that. So I was like, well, thank you for your time. Wow. And I went home and I cried for like two days because he was telling me, you can't start this business. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's not going to work. And I went home and, you know, I was very upset. And my husband goes, is this going to work? And I said, 110%. It is going to work. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, then I'm going to sell my car. We're going to have garage sales. We're going to come up with that 20 grand and you're going to go for this dream that you have so we did I mean we ate oh rice and gosh. beans and I came up I signed that lease and it was hard because even now I don't have a big bank back of me I, I yeah because because of that I don't I don't like banks I don't like people telling yeah. me yes or no based because sure. they don't know me and they don't know my drive so <clears throat> now if I don't if I can't make payroll or I can't pay my rent, that's on me. I can't call the bank 100%. and go, hey, I'm a little short this month. Can you loan me some money? There is no line of credit. There's nothing. So to me, that shows the drive that I have. Absolutely. Where if if I if I know I'm going to be short, because you have to plan months ahead. I know when my busy time is and yep. my slow time. Um, so I have to come up with ideas and marketing tools and really um, – 
promote to to people be like hey you know you ordered custom mugs a year ago are you do you need some more you know yeah so i'm out there hustling i'm selling my products every single day and it, it's working. Isn't it amazing how <clears throat> some people, if they get told, no, you can't do it, they mm -hmm. shut down and they change they gears. They do, yeah. And then there are people like you and people like me and people, other people that we have on this podcast that they hear no and they go, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 that's probably the biggest question that never quite gets answered is what is it that makes that difference. Like what piece is it? Is it something in our DNA? Is it something yeah. that I like you just, it's a mindset to me. Yeah. It's, I want to show them. I'm yes. going to prove you wrong. Yeah. And you look at that guy. How many years ago was that? That was probably seven years ago. Okay. And another side story to that is that bank, um, I worked, you know, the personal side of it, not the business side. The vice president called me a few months after I opened and ordered 100 custom mugs with their bank logo on. <laughs> and I went, yes, yes. Right? And, she, and then she's like, well, do you offer discounts? I said, I'm sorry, I don't. You know, because that was like pain and suffering. Totally. Like you're paying full price. And I hope that dude chokes on his mug when it ends up on his right? table. Right. And it's stamped on the bottom with Proudy Proudy. Proudy. Yeah. That is freaking amazing. I That's know. That's the best story <laughs> ever. I love that. <sighs> that is so awesome. So what do you think outside of, because I think that's probably a pretty big, um, that's probably a pretty big challenge. What do you think is the biggest challenge you've faced so far during this process? Um, I guess... Balancing home life and personal, or like personal life and business. I've never been really good at juggling all of that. It feels like when I try to juggle things, like my business is amazing, but my home life isn't good. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. If my home life is amazing, my business isn't so good. So juggling things is really hard for me. Yeah. And a few years ago, I just sat down with my husband and said, I can't, I can't start. I can't keep juggling all of these things because there's so much going on in my head because my husband got really sick a few, like four years ago. So yep. he's still unable to work. So the only source of income that comes in is from me. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, he has some money coming in that I can fall back on. So I said, I really need to focus on the business aspect. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of shifted roles where he's now kind of the stay-at-home person. Yeah. He's in charge of the house, the cleaning, the meal, the meals. It doesn't matter if it's 11 o'clock at night when I get home, there's, there's food available for Aww. me to eat. He does all the shopping. So once we kind of came to that... Um, agreement there's no juggling it's yeah. like he does his part and I do mine what a shift yeah and it's it just it's hard to juggle and I can't imagine having small children because ours are all grown up like if we had little kids it, it's hard no kidding because then you're juggling them as well he just gets to juggle dogs and cats. Yeah, dogs right? and cats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he does our shipping. I, I should say that he's really um, when yeah. we need him for any kind of maintenance or things like that, he comes in and he does all of our shipping because I don't trust myself to ship. I mean, he ships like hundreds of mugs all at once and whoa, yeah, like big crates. And oh he's gosh. amazing. Yeah, so he is amazing. He does help us. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think are specific skills or habits or things that give you an edge over somebody else not necessarily in the industry but just as a whole because you are a driven driven woman I am and how you, did you get there yeah well and I'm also super competitive I would so, have never guessed that <laughs> yeah it's like 
I get challenged all the time. So some people will come in and be like, can you make me this? Well, if it's not something that I want to do, I'll just be honest and say, I don't think I'm the person for you. Yeah. But if it's something that's been kind of on the back burner, like I've kind of wanted to try it. Sure. I'll be like, you know what? Let me just try it. And if you like it, good. If not, that's that's okay too. But then we have a few more things in our lineup. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm driven. I'm here. I well, I'm open six days a week, but I'm really there seven, um, just because I have yep. to go in and get things done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm a workaholic. I always have been since high school. But yeah, you have to you have to sell yourself. You have to be there all the time. Um, my business would survive without me. I could step back if I wanted to and work two or three days a week. Yeah. But that's not who I am. I want to be there because I want to know those customers coming in. Yep. I want to know them by name. When I greet you and say, hi, Jamie, or if I go, hi, do you have any of my products? You know? Yeah. I want to know who's buying them and why and where they're going. And Yeah. Yeah. That is one thing that I, I know you know everyone who walks in your door. Well, I try to remember and that's how all their be. names. Yeah. It really, it's how, it's absolutely how business should work and it's impossible when you get to that like huge level but I even find after years in my industry I will still recognize people and recognize little details about what like what went on with their loan or what was going on in their house you know their family dynamic or something like that and they just can't the people don't believe that you remember that stuff but it it is so personal Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah I want to know my customers so looking forward, obviously we've seen ebbs and flows throughout throughout our businesses. What do you see as a potential roadblock in the next few years? And do you have how are you planning to get around those? So um, owning a business, you have all these goals. You know, I've got a goal like tomorrow, what I need to get done, yep. and next month, and a year or more. Like Absolutely. I've got like five year goals. <coughs> The roadblocks I see right now, um, I don't, I don't th- see things th- slowing down. The roadblocks I see are us running out of space and um, not being able to keep up with demand. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, I have, I have the clientele. Um, I can reach them well. I can yeah. customize what they need done. But as far as like. I'm the only one producing, so I can only make so many right. per week. Yeah. So I see I see those as kind of roadblocks. Like down the road, I know what I need to do to make us grow even bigger. Sure. That's awesome. What do you, um, if you were to look back like to your high school self or maybe 25-year-old self, what what would you say to yourself? What what would you give as advice to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's always a hard question. People are like, man. Yeah, I know. I would um, I would not date that one guy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I would, well, you know, and I was a workaholic in high school. Even when I had, like, little jobs, like a waitress yeah. job, I'd be the one in there hustling the most. I, you know, so it wasn't like a, a work type thing, like I needed to work harder or yeah. anything like that. Um, so if you were to have a date with your 18 or 25 year old self, what, what words of wisdom would you have for them, for yourself, looking back over your career and 
life yeah. in general. Yeah. I would try more things. I would sure. experience more things, um, not focus on, you know, the few that I did. Because um, you never know what you're good at until yeah. you try that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think some people, I, I mean, I see it in my own. I mean, I had the picture behind you is my daughter's that she did last year at 17. And I think, and I love art. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about art and music. I couldn't sing a tune in a bucket. Yeah. And thinking about how good she is mm-hmm. and my youngest daughter's like, well, I want to, I want to be an, I want to do art. And I'm like, I'm terrible at art. I'm not the one to teach you that. Yeah. Yeah. But take the risk. Yeah. Like, take the Find lead. somebody that will show you. Absolutely. Um, so I didn't go to art school. Uh, I didn't do, I didn't, other than that week deal, I learned everything on YouTube. Like if people are like, can you make this? And I'm like, I, I don't even, I mean, I don't even know how I do that. You get on YouTube and you practice and you do it. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew that. I did not know the bank story, but I knew, yeah. that, I knew that piece that yeah. you had not gone to school. And yeah. I think that speaks so many, vol- so much for just the entrepreneurial spirit and mm-hmm. like, don't let something like not going to school mm-hmm. or someone telling you no yeah stop you from doing something if you want to do it then do it do it find a mentor find a class I think it's Mm -hmm. just like that's the perfect example um so what about kind of your I know you have a little bit of downtime built into your schedule do you have a certain author you love to read are there podcasts you listen to how do you recharge um, well, working more. <laughs> yeah, no. So I do. Um, I, I find that I work close to 80 hours a week, um, six days, like just six days a week mm-hmm. without the seventh day. So I do have to just sit. And the thing is, people are coming at me all day long, yeah. whether it be phone or email or coming in and everybody wants to see me. So it's not like I can kind of hide in the back room. So I'm constantly being stimulated. So I find like, for half a day or even a full day on Mondays, I just need to like check out. So whether that be just at home, um, we do have kind of a little property up in the Deadwood area where Mm -hmm. I go all by myself. Like there's nobody, there's, I don't turn on the TV. Um, it's just silence and Joe's not there with me. It's just like, that's how I recharge. It's just sitting in silence and trying not to think like, to plan, you know, like, oh, I should probably get my, my tax stuff done. Yeah. Okay. Not today. Today's your day just to sit and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't really listen to podcasts or read books or anything like that. So it's just quiet. It's just, I have to be quiet. Yeah. Like, don't call me, don't email me, (laughs) or if you do, I'm not going to (laughs) answer. So you're very intentional with just peace. Yeah. It has to be quiet. Yeah. Just one one day. That's all I need. Yeah. And then I'm good to go. And then you're good to go. Your battery's yeah. recharged. Yep. That's awesome. What about, let's see. Um, so if you, if you had a younger person or even a person our age come into you and say, I don't know what to do. Where do I even start? Like they want to be an entrepreneur. They want to start their own business. What would you tell them? Yeah, well, so I've had a couple of people recently come into me, and um, like this one lady just came in and she said, I want to open a donut shop. I've always wanted to open a donut shop. And I go, well, you should look into that. And she goes, is owning a business hard? And I just blinked at her. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
you're going to have to put all of your money and in, in all of your time and all of your prayer and hopes Everything. that people come in and buy an 80 cent donut enough to yeah. pay your rent. Yes, it's a lot of work. But if it's something that's in you, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Do your research. Find people that are successful. Go to a donut store that's very successful, has been around a long time, and find find out what they're doing. Yeah. How they're making it work. Yeah. Because it may not even be the donuts. It might be the owner yep. that people like. Yep. It might be the atmosphere. It might be the free coffee that you get when you're eating your donut. Right. Like, it's not always just about your product. There's a lot more that goes into yeah. it. And I think people who put themselves out there, I, you see, it's since the, the rise of social media, you, I think in our industry and any, any industry out there, the more people see you as a human being, mm-hmm. they, they'll support you yeah. because of who you are, yeah. not necessarily what you do or what you make. Yeah. They fall in love with you as a person. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think that is so special and so people are scared to put themselves out there and talk about who they are and what they've been through. Yeah. And I think you have to do that. It's a missing piece for people who are struggling in business sometimes. Yeah. Is it's just be human. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, if I had 50 customers a day, if yeah. none of them bought pottery, but I got to have a conversation with them yeah. and get to know how, like, how's your son doing, you know? That is meaningful to me versus just yeah. 50 people, I don't know, coming in and handing me money. Yep. Like, that's not what my business is about. Yeah. I want to know you and how was the art class last, yeah. last night, you know? Yeah. It's like, I want to know about your life. Yeah, it's the relationship. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Cut that out, please. Um... Are there any strategies or tools or um, maybe it's a focus group, maybe it's a, a workbook or something. Are there any tools that you use? So is there anything that you've seen on social media that works really well? Just tools in general that you would tell people, if you need a boost, this is what I did. Um, well, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I don't know if they want to put this in there, but. I'm, I feel like I'm really kind of on my own. Like, there's no other potters in the area yeah. that I can say, hey, you know, how did you get through that slow time? Yeah. Because we're all different. Um, so looking ahead, what what do you have in store? What's your, what's your vision for the next few years? Well, we are moving into a new studio space because mm-hmm. we are out of room. Um, we ran out of room probably three years ago yeah, and we've just been did. making it work and it's just it's frustrating because I feel like I'm constantly moving things so I can do something and then moving it back because I need this workspace and yeah customers are having to share tables or sit out in the hallway to do their projects and it's just not the best customer experience right because I want them to come in and really have fun yeah and sometimes if there's too many people it's a bit peopley even for me you know <laughs> like, like when you go to walmart you're like oh my god it's packed Whoa, i can't wait to get out of here <laughs> i don't want them to feel that way sure. so um we have uh secured a bigger location 
And same building. I, same right? building. Yeah. yeah, it's just much bigger, and there's much more room for people to spread out. And I'll have a separate clay room where I can actually go back there and work, and people can, awesome. you know, kind of look in and yeah. see what – because people like to see what I'm doing. I just don't need them right on top of me all the yeah. time. So, yeah, they, it's just going to be so much better. So that's going to get us over the hump uh-huh. for hopefully the next couple of years. And then um, we're already looking looking forward to – Another growth spurt, and then we'll take it from there. I love it. Yeah. I know. I I just need the people to keep coming. Yeah. I think, I I don't think you'll have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. And you're planning on opening that bigger studio space. February 1st will be open. So, yeah, Yeah. we'll just be closed uh, two days. So we're closed every Monday. We'll be closed a Monday and a Tuesday. So one extra day we're closed. Um, I've hired movers because my husband oh, yeah. isn't able to carry a lot, and I'm older now, and I don't yeah. I don't want to spend like three days actually moving things. I'd rather have the movers come in a couple hours. Yep. They've got it all, and then we can yeah, put, wise you know, kind of put For things sure. where we want it. So last question: What do you? Well, maybe not quite last question. What role do you think social media has played in your success? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, without social media, I probably, I don't know, I'd probably still be in my basement in my garage. You think so? Yeah, because I had the following before, you know, I took that leap. But if I didn't have that following, I don't know, Yeah. I probably wouldn't be where I was. Yeah. And like you said, people want to know who I am. So they love my husband, even though he really doesn't even work there. But They when do he, love your husband. When he comes, I, I'll take a picture of him. Yep. And, and Yeah. Because like, he's oh, never true. in the right shirt. He ever. never wears the right <laughs> shirt. And people, he actually has fam, fans that send him t-shirts now of rock bands. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, he doesn't even work there. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. Yep. So people want to know Joe and I and yeah. I think, I think they, like I said, there's such a personal piece to your business. I think people really resonate with your friendship and your relationship and your business because you've put that out there you've Mm -hmm. like I hate to say exposed but you really have exposed like there's a really personal side to what you do yeah these are the people you're supporting yeah absolutely yeah yeah that's important that's really awesome so if people want to find you where do they find you yeah so um Facebook, Instagram, my kids made me get TikTok. (laughs) It's all just at Proudy Pottery. Um, If you want to come to our studio, we're in Rapid City, South Dakota, Um, the old Landstrom's building. It's a beautiful building, even if you just come in and take a look. Yeah, it is a beautiful building. I only do a couple art shows every year um, just because we don't really have a lot of time. uh, But there's a couple of big ones that I like to do each year that – People come there to just to see us from out of state. So you do the stock show, and which other one do you do? Um, I do the stock show, and I do the Spearfish Art in the Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. it. Those are the two big ones. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Hester, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone, thank you for joining us on the Greatness Podcast, where we talk about all of the things that make entrepreneurs tick. And always remember to do the hard thing first. There's magic on the other side. 
And that's a wrap on another episode of the Greatness Formula Podcast. A big thank you to all our guests and, of course, to you, our listeners, for tuning in. Remember, you can always find more episodes and resources at www.greatnessformulapodcast.com. If you found value in today's show, please consider subscribing, rating, and sharing with someone who could benefit from these insights. Your support helps us bring you more content aimed at making you unstoppable on your path to greatness. Keep striving, keep thriving, and remember the formula for greatness starts with you.